things that may become addictions help us feel better. It's why we do them. And then we become dependent on them. Welcome to the Liminal Zone Alchemist, the podcast for when you're stuck between the patterns of your past and the pull of your purpose. I'm your host, Sally Hardy, and each week I'll be challenging your understanding of what it is to be a human in the modern world. I'll help you free your innate genius from the socialized shadows, reconnect with your inner knowing, and lean into that pull, letting your purpose guide and support you with ease to the impact that only you can make in the world. Okay, get comfy, set your brain to curious, and let's get on with the episode. I'm coming to you with an opinion that you may disagree with, but I would like to share with you nonetheless. And it's about addiction to anything. Addiction to sex, drugs, alcohol, working, social media, shopping, all the things. Addictions are a a human's solution to an issue, to a root issue, to pain, to loss. Addictions are how a human distracts from a loss, distracts from pain, distracts from a feeling, a sensation that they have inside. Addictions are the balm, the solution. They fill the hole. They numb the body. They don't serve in the long term, but in the short term, they will distance a human from something that they don't want. The pain, the hurt, the loneliness, anxiety, overwhelm, whether that is neurological, whether it's physiological, whether it's biological discomfort. In the short term, things that may become addictions help us feel better. It's why we do them. And then we become dependent on them emotionally or chemically, biologically dependent on them. All the symptoms, all the addictions, the symptoms of the fix for the root issue, so far as I can discern, have one underbelly, and that's fear. Fear of feeling something, being something, fear of doing something, fear of not feeling something, fear and feeling. Addictions to societal beliefs are no different. You can't tell somebody that they're addicted, just like you can't tell somebody that something that they're believing isn't true. You can't tell somebody that they are safe, for example, to take up space. When they have been dependent on a belief, on the belief that staying small has kept them alive, has kept them safe. They're fearful of the societal dangers of taking up space. They are addicted to the short-term peace that believing that staying small keeps them safe. You can't tell someone to stop thinking that they are too old or that it's too late or they're too broken or anything else that isn't true about them when they are scared to believe otherwise, when they are fearful of not feeling good enough, not feeling smart enough, not feeling young enough. For whatever reason, 
culture or their family or epigenetics or for whatever reason that belief exists in their body as a belief that has kept them safe. When someone's in pain, when someone has been dependent on a version of them, a version that they are not, and they believe that that version of them, the the not them, is the reason that they have survived, it's because they have been taught to fear their own nature. They have been taught that they are wrong in some way. And as much as you may know it is not true, the fear that they feel is. It's socialized fear. The reason that I'm talking like this, not about you, although this may resonate with you, but about someone else is that as we move through our self-development journey, we become more nuanced. We become more understanding of what is possible for us. We, we see the things that may have held us back, that may have created pain within us, that we may have had as survival strategies. And we may want to share that with other people. We may want to help other people. We may want other people to have the same level of personal development that we know is possible because we've had it. We've gone through it. And what I would just love to reflect in this period is that we know we can do something when we have done it. But if you are talking to somebody who can't see that, who just can't see the possibility, it's not a character flaw. It is not a personality trait. It's not because they're broken. It's not because it's not possible for them. It's because they're scared. And when humans are scared, they can't imagine. We can't imagine when we were in that place. When I, 10, 15, 20 years ago, I never could have imagined that my world would open up to what it is now. What can we do? How can we help? How can we be with someone as an expression of possibility? Well, you can literally do that. You can be with people. You can be an example. You can be an example without telling them how to do things or advising them of things or showing them how wonderful things could be for them because they are for you. If they are not in a place where that is accessible to them, that's not helpful. But you can be an example physically. Let them see you seeing yourself and being safe. Let them witness your steps back home to you. Let them be next to you, sit next to you in the safe space that is your Eunice without you requiring anything from them and knowing that they are sufficient exactly as they are, that they don't need anything from you. They don't need saving the safe space that you can offer will allow them opportunity to co-regulate with your regulated central nervous system. That in and of itself is an absolute gift. You can let them know just by being, by the work that you have done, your expression of self, that no matter how long it takes, you know that they can find safety and trust in themselves because you are a living example of this. They will feel your self-sufficiency, I promise you. They will will find space and calm 
by being with you, should you choose to be with them? And in that space, they may wonder what's possible for them. Having a regulated central nervous system, the work that you have done to understand your body, to understand your mind, to develop a level of communication between the two where you can unlearn and relearn and stretch to possibility. That's one of the greatest gifts that you can give another human. Don't ever, ever underestimate how far you have come and don't ever think that you need to be doing all the things. Don't ever underestimate what showing up exactly as you are, what a gift that is. Don't ever underestimate how far you have come. The work that you have done is the least selfish thing that you could have done. It's a gift. It's a gift to you and it's a gift to humanity. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope very much that you did, don't forget to hit subscribe so all future episodes get automatically downloaded to your listening platform. And come hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Sally Hardy underscore coach.